Well, greetings and welcome to the podcast that we call Time in God's Word. And this is David Carnes, and it is just great to be back with you again this week. Now, today, as we begin a new podcast, let me just say that for the next few times that we come together, I'm going to do something a little bit different. And what I mean is, I'm going to share with you something that's going on in my life, and at the same time, I want to share how God is taking me through what I'm going to share with you. And I want to share this because I believe that this is going to speak to you. It, it's going to help you in your walk with God when life gets hard. Now, Scripture does tell us that life can be difficult. Jesus said in Scripture, he said, in this world, you will have trouble, John 16, We live in a sinful, fallen world, and the result of all this is there is trouble. Difficulties do come to life. Heartaches, heartaches come to life. And yet, through all of the troubles, the Christian has Jesus, right? Yes, we do. We have peace through Jesus. We have security. We even have joy. Not to say, by the way, that troubles of life aren't hard. They're not difficult. Oh, they are. But again, the Christian has a relationship with God. And through this relationship, we can walk through the difficulties of life in a way that someone without Jesus cannot do. And so... With that said, I'm going to begin by sharing my story with you, and it begins this way. Back on May 12th of last year, 2022, I suffered a heart attack. And you talk about being blindsided. I'll never forget when the EMTs who came to the house said, Sir, we believe you're having a heart attack. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way. I mean, it was so surreal. And again, I remember thinking to myself, this is not something that can happen to me. I mean, I I live a relatively healthy life, and yet I had a heart attack. And so they take me to the hospital. 45 minutes later, I'm having a stent put in. But now, that's not where the story ends. Let me keep going. But one week later, I'm seeing my cardiologist. He schedules a test, an echocardiogram, and the test comes back and says that there are more issues. And because of these particular issues, and open heart surgery is, is really my best option. And so at this moment, as I'm sharing with you, I'm waiting for surgery. It's scheduled to take place in the next couple of weeks, open heart surgery. And there are so many things that can get your attention, by the way, when you start meeting with the surgeon and he tells you that, okay, you're going to have to go through this. When he tells you, for example, your heart is going to be stopped during the surgery. And of course, the machine's going to pump the blood. But then the surgeon also tells me that even though the risk is minimal, there is somewhere in the vicinity of about a 2% chance that Some people just don't make it through the surgery. And that could be me. And, you know, that kind of stuff can get your attention, right? And so that's what I'm experiencing right now. But now, let me tell you this before we go any further. And that is, just this past week, I'm having lunch with a friend of mine. And during our visit, he says, you know, Dave, you should share this on your podcast And to be specific, he said, you should share 
how you're getting through this, how, how God is in all of this with you. And as you share how God is taking you through this, think of how this can encourage someone else who's going through some kind of difficulty that, that this world can offer up to us. Maybe someone, by the way, is listening and they're going through a medical issue like you are, or someone's going through family struggles, maybe a divorce, or maybe there's a wayward child that somebody's having to deal with, and the list of struggles could be rather lengthy, right? And, and so this is what I did, but I took my friend's advice and I said, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And so over the next few podcasts, I'm going to share with you how God has just taken me through this and he continues to do so. And I'm going to spend a few minutes with you during each podcast, over the next few podcasts, focused on really one specific way God has been there, how God has worked through this and how God has been so very real for me. And I believe as this is helping me, I know it's going to help you as well. And so let me start all of this in this way. And that is God has promised me eternal life. You want to ask me, how is it that I'm getting through this right now? Well, this is number one on the list. God has promised me eternal life. And let me say, when when you know that you're saved, then when you're looking at death and you're looking at physical death, then you can just press on and really it's okay. But I know that when I die and my body, it's done, I'll be in the presence of Jesus. I will be in heaven. And as I heard Billy Graham say one time, he said, listen, when I die physically here, I'll be more alive then than I am now. And that's so true. But understand, I'm saved. I know that I have eternal life. That makes all the difference in the world. And you know, we can ask the question, well, how do I know that? How do I know that I'm saved? How do I know I have eternal life? Well, I can begin by saying that I've come to faith in Jesus. I've cried out to Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. And as a result, I live for Him. And my life, for the most part, reflects Him. But there is the promise that when you come to faith in Jesus, then you have eternal life. Years ago, when my grandmother shared the gospel with me, I'll never forget that she shared John chapter 3, verse number 16. The verse that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I've believed in Jesus, and the result is everlasting life, eternal life, a relationship with God that began years ago, and it's going to go on forever. It's never going to stop. I mean, I'm like the thief on the cross that hung there next to Jesus when he said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus in response said, truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. That's out of Luke chapter 23, verse 42. Listen, physical death death was coming for the thief. And yet when he came to Jesus by faith, the promise was made that eternal life was his. Heaven was his. And when he died on that cross, his next breath was in the presence of Jesus right there in heaven. That's the promise I have. That's the promise I have. That is what I have to look forward to. And as I find myself in a difficult time, I've got that promise. By the way, let me just say it this way. Either way, I win. I mean, the surgery can be a success. I come through it. 
I'm praying for a great recovery and I live on this earth some more. Or I don't make it through and I'm in that low percentage that, that just don't make it. And yet I know something. I know this, my next breath, it's going to be in the presence of Jesus. It's going to be in heaven. It's going to be in paradise. Paul said, by the way, in Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. It's a win-win for the Christian. And let me say, this is one way that I'm walking through this struggle. I walk through this with a great hope and a great assurance, really no fear, really. Now, I do have to say, I'm not looking forward to the surgery. I'm not. I'm not here saying that I am some kind of Superman. You know, bring it all on. I'm not saying that, but I I have a peace through this. A peace I would not have without Jesus in my life. Now, I have this question for you, and that is, do you have the peace in knowing that you're saved, that you have eternal life? Let, Let me do this, and let me share the gospel most important message you're ever going to hear. But here it is. It starts by saying, God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. And again, let me just share John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so God loves you. And he wants you to have everlasting life. But now understand this. There's an issue here. And that issue is sin. And understand when I say that sin is an issue, sin keeps us from God. And understand, man is sinful. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And let me say that the reason sin keeps us from God is because God is sinless. He's perfect. He's pure. And because his nature is perfect, he cannot be in relationship with sinful man. And so the result is we're separated from God because of sin. Again, back to the Bible, Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Paul says, the wages of sin is death. And so sin has pronounced a death sentence on sinful man. And that death is speaking of a spiritual death. Again, a, a separation from God. And for sinful man, that means that hell awaits that the place of eternal fire, a place also of thick darkness awaits a place where Satan dwells, hell waits for those who are sinful. Hell waits for every man. But now with that said, though, there's a question, and that is, so is there any hope here? It sounds as as if there's not any hope. Oh, yes, there is hope. His name is Jesus. Jesus is our hope, and let me tell you why. But Jesus, who is God in the flesh, he's come to bear your sins and to die for your sins. Remember that the wages of sin is death, and so Jesus came, died in your place, was your substitute on the cross. He took your penalty for your sins. Do you hear that? The Bible says, Romans chapter 8, verse 28, it says, Paul writes, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see, he died in in your place for your sins. Jesus took God's wrath towards sin so you wouldn't have to. Jesus did that for you. Now, one last thing here, so important, and that is this. There's another question. And that question is, so what do you do? The answer is simple. 
The answer is you simply believe. The answer is you cry out to Jesus as the one that you know came to save you, the one that came to lead your life. Again, Scripture says in Romans chapter 10, verse 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Also, I'm going to go right back to John 3, 16 again, which says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. (laughs) So that's the answer. You believe in who Jesus is and what he's done. Jesus, God in the flesh, who came to bear your sins and die for your sins. He did that on the cross. And he went to the grave. He rose from the grave three days later. And he proved that he's God because he defeated sin and he defeated death. And he has life. And he'll give life, eternal life, to anyone that comes to him by faith. Now, is that what you need to do? Come to Jesus by faith. Repent of your sins. Turn from them and say, Jesus, I believe in you, that you died for my sins. And now I call on you as my Savior and I call on you as my Lord. I repent of my sins. I turn from the ways of this world and I turn to live for you, Jesus. Oh, that's the gospel. That's the way to eternal life. And that is how heaven can be yours. Eternal life can be yours. A relationship with God can be yours. And listen to me now, and don't miss this, that when the difficulties of life come your way, you can know that life can be hard, and this old world can even take my physical life. But when that day comes, I can know that heaven is mine. Jesus is mine. Eternal life is mine, and nothing can change that. And that brings peace. And listen to me, it even brings joy. Well, I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. Pleasure and honor to be with you. And again, we're going to go through those difficult times. How do we get through them? Well, a Christian knows no matter how difficult it gets, heaven is yours heaven's yours. I look forward to seeing you again next time as we spend time in God's Word.